Tune in to the True North Podcast, where Talia Kyra Mirvash explores emotional awareness, authentic self-improvement, and personal growth practices that have helped hundreds change their lives, including her own. Talia is a certified life coach and speaker who helps souls navigate towards their own true north. Join Talia and her guests each Monday to see how you can navigate, locate, and recalibrate your inner compass to gain a purposeful, authentic, and fulfilling life. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. So before we get started with our guest today, I have some incredible updates for you. As you can see, this is episode 99, which means we only have one more episode, one more week, a couple more days until episode 100 of the True North podcast. This means so much to me that you're here listening today, and I'm just so grateful for you paying attention, sharing this, subscribing, and leaving your ratings below. Whether you're subscribed on Spotify or leaving a review on Apple, just know I appreciate you and I see you. If you have not already subscribed and left a rating, please do so before episode 100. This is going to allow the podcast to be seen and heard by more people to get aligned with their true north. So I cannot wait for episode 100. Wait for it. It's coming in hot so, so soon. So I cannot wait for you to hear it. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so happy and grateful that you're here today, spending your time listening to this incredible episode that we have in store for you. We are not alone today, y'all. We have a very special guest who is an entrepreneur, who is someone who helps professionals build status and sales with podcasting, okay? And we are talking all about not just podcasting today, not just entrepreneurship, but we're talking about thoroughly betting on yourself. We're talking about creating something real and meaningful and powerful today. So you're gonna wanna take notes because Mark Savant is here from Mark Savant Media, as well as the After Hours Entrepreneur Podcast, which is a top 1% ranked podcast, by the way. I am so excited. Mark brings the energy. Mark brings the insight, the vulnerability, the authenticity, and honestly, just such genuine, real help that's so relatable and going to really, really hit home if you are someone looking to create something real and bet on yourself. So let's dive in to this incredible episode with Mark Savant. Hello, hello, Mark. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? Talia, I'm excellent. Very excited to chat with you and talk about finding purpose and making it happen. I know. I feel like when we met, which was a couple of weeks ago, in person, we were networking and we were just like, you're the only other podcaster in the room. I want to talk to you right now. And then obviously we're just, we're both very passionate about what we do. We we, we love this. We love podcasting, but I can't wait to get to know you and crack you open, get you vulnerable and hear just some stories, maybe about purpose, about your podcast. I just, I want to know it all. But before we dive into everything, Mark, tell us who you are. Tell us what you do exactly. I see your, I wish everyone could see you, which I'm going to, I'm going to give a little blurb later, but you have the ultimate setup behind you. I see the map. I see the on-air sign, your degrees. Like, this is the whole vibe right now. Like, you are it. 
what I do uh, to, to answer your question here, which by the way, you have an awesome background too. The orchids, the, it's, the plant hanging down. I, I, I love that. I love that. Most of the time when people have a, a sweet background like that, it's a green screen no, that's no, customized. You so it. you can touch it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome. It looks awesome. Uh, so what, what, what I do is I'm the host of the globally ranked top 1% podcast after hours entrepreneur, which is specifically designed to help people get out of that job that you hate that Monday morning, uh, terror, um, and, and build a business based on your passion and, and specifically get to your first hundred thousand dollar year. You know, like I'm not trying to help people get to a million or 10 million or a hundred million, right? I'm, I'm, I'm really focused on impacting you to, to leave the job you hate and get into, um, basically get into a place where you can be comfortable and it really yeah. start to impact your life positively. And that's the after hours entrepreneur, um, and by the business that I, I ended up launching on the back end, kind of unexpectedly, is a podcast launch and production agency over at marksfontmedia.com. Amazing. Amazing. Did you always know that you were going to be, I mean, you have the voice for it. Like, let's just all take a moment and listen. Do you have like a saying or something to where we can hear this like radio voice that you have right now? Because it is like, it's there. This is your calling. Like you are supposed to have your own podcast, if not radio show, because it's just, it's really, really there. Can you give us something? <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't specifically, <laughs> but I have no, you know, going back five years, I had no experience in broadcasting. I hated the sound of my voice when I listened back to it, just like everybody, I didn't, yeah. I was, I was uncomfortable getting on camera. I was uncomfortable on the mic, but what I found was as I kept getting uncomfortable and putting myself in uncomfortable situations and overcoming them, I just got better. And yeah. I, I don't want to like toot my horn, but what, ha what ended up happening was people kept telling me, Mark, you sound good. You sound good. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I know I don't. I don't. And it, I don't know why we do this to ourselves. We let, we let these doubts, these insecurities, these people that don't have any interest in our success creep into the back of our minds and implant themselves there. And we listen to them and it, it, it stops us from actually, from actually having the confidence to do what we can and to, to impact the world in the way that we can. And so I think listening to feedback is really important, but we have to listen to the good feedback, the, the feedback that's going to drive us forward. You know? Totally, totally. And I think knowing that information, it's like, oh, we're in our own way, but we're also letting other people get in our own way and stop us from doing the things like making your own podcast, leaving your job, creating your own business in some capacity. I mean, that is the the soul like we're here to create, but we don't think we can because someone told us we can't. And we also told ourselves we can't. So therefore we don't when like literally the whole purpose of everything is to create, is to connect and be yourself. And that's where fulfillment comes in. That's why this whole podcast is called the True North Podcast so that, oh, you can follow yours. I can follow mine. They'll connect somehow, which is why we're sitting here right now because yours connected with mine. And it's like, now you're on the show to share yours. So I just think that's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I, I love what you're doing. It, it's, 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 I, I sometimes sit back and shock it off at the bad advice that has led me down the wrong path. 
time and time again. It was, it's not, it's, listen, it is not obvious which, which way to turn left, right. You know, when the, when the road forks, it is never obvious, right? It's never obvious which door to go down. I even remember like, again, life altering decisions that we make just based on a whim or just based on our state of mind at a particular time. I remember watching YouTube, us watching YouTube videos. This is a few years ago. And an ad came on for this, this guy who had a, you know, he was ripped. He's obviously, he'd been working out and stuff. And I watched about 45 seconds of the ad. And during this ad, he explained the exact diet that you need to be on in order to get ripped and to have a body like that. I was like, that makes sense. I've watched 45 seconds of some random stranger on YouTube. I'm going to do what he suggested. Mm. And then two years later, I'm like, what the heck? I was talking to a, a nutritionist and they're like, oh, actually, you probably should eat breakfast or you probably should do this. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck was I thinking? I watched a 45 second ad from a random person. And I changed my entire diet because of that. It, it just it is just shocking. And so by putting myself in front of the right people that had a vested interest in me, I was able to, to kind of put into practice better routines better habits that actually lead to success. So it just, I kind of think back to that moment. I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? I'm a pretty smart guy, but it's, you know, it's just, it's just amazing to me the poor decisions we can make just for some, just for a nothing burger that happens in our life. Yeah. And going from that, I mean, YouTube and social media is so impactful, which is marketing, right? It's media. It's, we take it so seriously. And I think that's probably what draws you to helping other people with their media, with their podcasting, because you know how impactful it is in a good way. Like it can change lives. Like this conversation has a ripple effect, just like any other conversation you've had on your show. It just, it spreads out and it's like, oh, see, these are the good decisions. These are the, the decisions that are like, oh, okay. Maybe I should reconsider that job offer because it really doesn't feel good to me. Or maybe I should, you know, not fully date that person because something feels off or whatever it is. It's like these, these moments of clarity are everything. So I'm so glad that you remember that YouTube moment that was so impactful for you because then it led you down a path that you were like, whoa, I don't. This isn't, this doesn't feel right. And no. it only took you 45 seconds to not think about, does this feel good or not? <laughs> yeah. It's a great ad, by the way, random dude. Because You're doing you, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you did definitely, something right. You definitely manipulated <laughs> me. Right. And uh, yeah, I, it's, it's also amazing to me because I don't, again, I didn't come from a broadcasting background. I was running in a property and casualty insurance office for over a decade. And I was just doing it over and over again. And I hated Mondays. I lived for the weekends. I would come home every night exhausted. I didn't want to spend time with the kids. I just wanted to watch Netflix. Like I had no, I had no real purpose. And, you know, listen, insurance agents serve an important role in the world. They're making sure that people can buy homes and buy cars and get right. mortgages and, you know, protect, you know, be protected when something terrible happens. But it was not filling my cup. It was not filling my cup, you know, and heck I could, you know, I could see the writing on the wall. It's very easy for someone just to go to www.insurance.com and buy their own policy. I, I felt like my, my purpose was being under, I just wasn't meeting my purpose. So to your point, when I 
when someone listens to my show and they listen to episodes and they're actually executing on the action tips, and then they send me an email that says, Mark, I just left my job. I'm making several grand a month. Like, thank you for these, for these tools. Like that's, that fills my cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and I, I, I could go really, I could just really go long on this, but I think that finding like what fills your cup is that's the, that's the goal right there. Mm-hmm. You know, the number of people, the number of people that go to work, hate their job and do just a mediocre job is astounding. There's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. You could go to, you could actually wake up with purpose and do, and, and really execute at a high level every day. Why not do that? I agree completely. You know, when I left my job in higher education, I was working at an institution that I, I loved. I didn't, there was nothing wrong, right? It wasn't, it wasn't that it was bad benefits. It was bad pay. Like I had everything I wanted on paper, but then you wake up every day and you're like, oh my gosh, if I have to turn on that computer one more time or respond to this email or have this same conversation again, those types of things that you're not really wanting to do, but you have to do and you talk yourself into doing it and you have to talk yourself into doing it. That's usually the first sign of this isn't aligned with me anymore. You know, like any job is aligned for you at first. It feels good. You may have gotten a degree in it. It feels good. You're doing it. You're doing it right. Quote unquote, you're going through the checklist that society gives you and you're, you're doing it, you're doing it and it feels wrong, but it looks right. And then you start to realize, oh, I have a, I have some else that feels much better. Hi, friends. So inside this episode so far, you're hearing Mark Savant and I talk all about our purpose, our passion, and betting on ourselves. This episode is so passionate and so informative so that you're able to leave feeling so inspired and empowered in your own way. So this is just so helpful because you have an opportunity right now, right here to bet on yourself to take this time to book a call with me. And what I mean by that is this entire month of December, if you haven't already heard, I've been offering 30 for 30, which means the 30 days of December, you've had the opportunity to book a free 60 minute life coaching session with me. Okay. Imagine what could happen in 60 minutes of clarity with myself, a certified life coach and speaker. It's incredible. Lives have already been changed and there are only five spots left as of today's episode. So make sure you go in the show notes and book your call today. Let's get back to the show. Isaiah, until, oh, I just got, I started life coaching. I got a certification. And then I was like, this feels really good. And then I would do it on the side. And then I started creating the life for myself. And then was like, okay, now I'm ready to, to leave. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done is leave my nine to five cushion benefits job. I got a master's degree in for like all the things it was like debilitating to leave it. But when I did, I knew, I knew it was the right decision for me because there was so much purpose and passion and alignment on the other side. It just, it was so obvious to me. So I'm assuming it was obvious to you too, when you left that insurance job. 
that was very obvious. You know, taking that plunge and going out on your own is is scary for a lot of different reasons. But if if you're surrounding yourself with the right people, and you know you're you're able to execute, you're good at what you do. You gotta you gotta go all in. You gotta put faith in yourself. You know, it's it's don't let the limiting beliefs, the doubters hold you back. They should actually be the fuel to your fire. I remember speaking to one of my clients at the insurance agency. I told him, Hey, just by the way, you know, next month I'm going to be leaving the insurance agency. This is who's going to be helping you. And this, this person who I'd built a lot of rapport with over the years said, well, what are you going to be doing? I said, well, I'm going to be focusing on my podcast agency. I've got a number of clients. We're producing shows. We're growing them. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Why don't you go do this instead? You're, you're so good at this. Why don't you do this instead? And I was like, you know, I, great. Thanks. I appreciate you. You know, I, there, there's nothing I could say that mm-hmm. I don't have time to explain to this person why that's not a fit for me, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm going to be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with my clients and, and move, move forward in a way that, that fills my cup. I'd rather look, I'd rather be making $50,000 a year. Um, and be happy than make $500,000 a year and be like, life sucks. Like what's the money is not the goal. No purpose impact. Yeah. Um, And usually I try to remind my clients this too. Usually when you go towards your purpose and you, you start to lean into the things that really light you up and you start to create from that place and, and implement from that place, not just dream about it because dreams aren't real yet. And you think your dreams are unattainable because you're dreaming them and you believe dreams aren't actually real. So you don't actually go towards them. I know that's like such a high thought, but I'm not high, but, (laughs) but it's so true because you, you stop, you, you let your limits, you let your lack or someone else's like, no, you should do this instead. And then that little seed is planted. And then it, and then if you don't do anything about it, just keeps growing and growing and growing and becomes this toxic belief and doubt. And then from that doubt, you do nothing usually. And so I think it's just so powerful that you said, this is the fuel to your, like, use it, use the fear and turn it into fuel. Because if you, if you listen to those people, they're not you. And if you look at those people, they're not even happy. They're not even doing what they love. They're just stuck in the, in the flow thinking that that's what the right thing is what because everyone else is doing it but i'm hoping we're the generation that's like oh wake up you don't actually have to do that we can do all of the things we want to do it's not about money but money will flow when you're doing it it's just it's mind blowing when you think about it like well that's get here <laughs> that's a really good point talia because when when you leave that day job you're probably be, probably going to be taking some sort of income hit. You're probably not going to be making as much as first. But if you're doing something that you're excited about and you wake up with purpose and you're actually like, I've enjoyed doing this. I want to be the best at this. Your, your, your ceiling is so much higher. Mm-hmm. It's so much higher. So I, I think that's important, important to understand yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so when you're helping people, I mean, you, it sounds like you did what I did, but I could be wrong where I started my, my coaching practice. I started my 
full coaching business on the side. Just, so did you start your podcasting agency on the side? And then you were like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to like exit now that it's somewhat of a foundation. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I wouldn't recommend jumping out of a plane and building your parachute on the way down, so to speak, which is actually kind of what entrepreneurship is like in a way. Um, but that's exactly right. About four and a half years ago, I kind of had this come to Jesus moment where I was like, I just don't enjoy what I'm doing, like I mentioned before. And so that kind of triggered me to start looking at different options. And so I looked at all kinds of things, everything from opening up my own insurance agency to going back to school for a financial, for more financial degrees, uh, setting up vending machines, real estate. I even looked at opening up a mattress warehouse with a buddy of mine, um, but but nothing really fit. What, which again is mine is my north. You're, as a listener, your north might be different, and that's great. But but as you try different things, you realize that this isn't the right fit. You'll find what what is. And so what happened for me was I had this recognition where I was like, I'm listening to podcasts all the time because I'm trying to solve this problem of hitting my job. And I just love these shows. They're so great. I said, why don't I start a podcast? And I started the awesome dad show at that time because I'm a father and I, I really, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I, I really hated the, the glorification of the dad bod you know, and, you know, the drinking dad who's lazy, that Homer Simpson, I hate that. Um, and so I started the awesome dad show. And within a month, I had celebrities, I had NFL Super Bowl champions on my show, I had interviewed a presidential candidate, I was like, this is awesome. Wow. This is awesome. And so I doubled down and I started getting really serious about podcasting. And then over time, you know, I'll kind of fast forward. I'll, I'll put fast forward on 4X here or 8X. <laughs> Over time, I, 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 you know, people started paying me to help them with their podcasts. And so I started building out those services. And then once I got to a point where like, okay, I've, I've got a decent business that's going here, but I'm spending so much time in this other job that I can't commit. I felt like I had both legs on the side of the fence. I was just getting- Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I relate. Yes. And, and then, so, you know, it, eventually you have to, you have to bet on yourself. And, and that's what I did. Um, and gee, my, my life is just so much better now that I can wake up with purpose. I have clients that love me. I have students that love me. I have a podcast that's growing. Um, and, you know, I, I bet on myself. And I, I recognize that things are not always going to be good. There's going to be bad times. Yeah. But I feel like that makes you kind of going with your first podcast name. I feel like because you're setting that example for your children, like, oh, dad's following his dream. And like when I was younger, my dad left his job to go pursue something that filled his cup. Like those are the things that kids really take in, I feel like. And I know that you are an awesome dad because you you're instilling these these values without even really thinking about it, you're like, oh no, I'm not doing that again. Like, I'm not going to be a dad that doesn't take care of himself. So I want to run around with my kids. Like I want to do these things and I want to feel good. And I want to show them, oh yeah, I, dad can wake up with you and have breakfast and then go do his job and then be home when I get home and like have the good feelings that every parent wants. Like you're doing that but also still having a career. It's not that you're lazy because you're choosing a job that's out of the norm. 
it's it should be in the norm to choose a job that fills you up that you can still get paid for and then also be rich in all of those other ways which are the ways that really do matter which is what I feel like society is just now like waking up to that idea. Yeah. Well, I saw an article just the other day in the Wall Street Journal that was talking about how because the job market is slumping, um, you know, Facebook just laid off like 11,000 people. Yeah, yeah. All these tech companies are dropping people. Um, and these these you know, big, big companies, they're not interested in these college degrees. You know, great. I've got some paper on the wall. That's cool. But I'm not working in that career. People are interested in results. What can you do for me today? Mm -hmm. And to me, that's exciting because the whole, I mean, I, I could go deep on this too, but the whole student loan Ponzi scheme is kind of cracking. It's kind of falling apart right now. You know, it's really, we live in a really remarkable time where you can actually create something real because we have this thing called the internet that didn't exist for, you know, the, the past thousands, hundred thousands, millions of years. The internet is here. And it, it is so empowering. And that's mm -hmm. really what I try to focus on on After Hours Entrepreneur is, hey, how can we leverage these tools? What's, what, how can we leverage these tools to actually create a life that, that impacts the world in a positive way? Hi, everyone. Let's just take a quick second and talk about the upcoming TCM Talk. Yep, TCM Talk like a TED talk, but better. And with me, Talia Kyra Mervash or TCM. I'm here with you every single month to offer you a new growth topic. These are virtual masterclass workshops where you're going to be able to either tune in live or watch a recording whenever you're able every single month. Okay, so January 17th is the next upcoming virtual masterclass where you're going to be able to surround yourself with growth-minded, like-minded souls who are also learning the same tactics and strategies around mindset, clarity, and abundance. You're going to gain alignment strategies so that you can leave with action steps curated just for you. These are group sessions virtually every single month. You can pick and choose which month you want to go to. Everything else you need to know is below in the show notes. Just click on taliakairamervash.com slash TCM talks. I'll see you inside. Let's get back to the show. Um, mm. You know, because that degree is becoming less and less valuable. Well, what does that mean? What do the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years look like? And how can we so let, how true. can we find that North? So true. And, and, you know, I struggle because when I talk about student loans and all of these things, it's, it's funny to me now because I was literally working in universities. Like I've worked in like six different universities in Florida and I look back and I'm like, am I part of the problem? Like, did I, did I make this a monster? And I didn't, I didn't know any better. I still have student loan debt and it's like, who thought it was a good idea to make people think that they needed a piece of paper to earn more. And yes, they do. Statistically, bachelor's degrees and master's degrees earn way more than anyone who doesn't have them. I get that. You make, you make way more in your life based off of a degree, based off of the industry that you're doing. But to make children literally 18 year olds 
choose a major, choose what they want to do with their life. When we have 40, 50, 60 year olds, I have no idea what I want to do still, or I don't know what makes me happy, or I don't know who I am. Even, even 19 year olds still say that. So it's like, how can you make them choose a career, get a degree $40,000 later, and then do that career for the rest of their life, retire, hope they can retire and then move on. And it's like, that doesn't feel good. That's not, I don't like that. I, I don't, I don't like it. And it just, it feels wrong that our society has led us to this point knowingly. I mean, we, we all can take accountability. Some people took out loans, some people paid them off. Some people didn't have to take them out. Awesome. But the point is, I think, is really making it known you don't need it to do something that makes you happy, point blank. You, you might, you might want to build yourself up with that. Also, if you're in medical or something that needs it, you have to, I understand that, but the things in life that are going to fill your cup might not always come from the piece of papers we have on our walls that cost us a whole salary's worth of existence. So it's just, it's wild to me. And I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this because it's super relatable. I talk about it. I literally have these conversations all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, it's important. And, you know, I have, listen, I'm putting money into a college fund for my kids, right? Cause they might want to go to college and I don't want to take out debilitating debt. So I'm putting the money in now. Um, I think there's still value in college, it, the relationships that you can get out of it. Oh my gosh. Yes. Where I really I, yeah. think, well, but you know, where I really think you get the value from college, you get the, you get out what you put in, mm. right? If you're going to college because you want to drink at the frat house, and then you're just going to like barely squeeze by because you're going to, you want to get a piece of paper in four or five, six years, whatever. I, I don't, you know, then you're, you're just kind of spinning your wheels, right? You, you get just like within, in my experience, you, you, you get value by taking action mm-hmm. by, by failing, by, by actually getting in the weeds. And I'll give you a perfect example. I took, probably 10 years of Spanish in school, right? All the way up from elementary through high school. I was taking Spanish every year. Let me tell you something. I did not speak very good Spanish, you know, <laughs> not, not good at all. I remember in, in high school, one of my teachers was one of my Spanish. This is after like eight years of Spanish. The teacher was like, this entire class is going to be in Spanish. I'm only going to speak Spanish. I was like, what the heck am I going to do? I'm screwed, right? I couldn't speak Spanish. After high school, I got a job in a restaurant working in the kitchen. Everyone spoke Spanish. And I'll tell you what, I learned more Spanish in two months than I did in eight, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that's because when you get in there and you start taking the action and doing it, you, you're going to learn more. It's, it's one of the reasons why I always kind of feel like, you know, why are we teaching entrepreneurship in university? The best way to learn entrepreneurship is to start something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, right, yeah. I totally agree. And I think I I always say this too. I learned way more in college than outside of college. But I, I, I mean that by saying I learned way more outside of the classroom in college than I did inside of the classroom. Not to say I didn't learn things because I use my degree all the time. It was in education. It can be moved to any industry ever leadership. Awesome. I can use all of those skills and I still do, but I learned them from my internships. I learned them from working on campus, multiple jobs. I learned from being a part of 
of recruitment and counseling and this and all the things that I was doing, I was like, oh, I have to actually like do stuff in college to learn anything. And, and I was excited to, you know, I've always been a learner and, and, and a teacher at the same time. I, I just, I love information. So I think that made me who I am and I don't regret a single thing, but to make people choose a thing that they're supposed to do for the rest of their life, it's like always evolving. Your true north is always changing. It's always growing and you're always gaining feedback. So to make someone choose something forever and ever, it's like, choose you, choose bet on you, like you said, because what you create is going to really come from a, a higher place, not just this school told you to follow this curriculum. So you need to do it. And it's like, well, I don't really need that. Or that doesn't really feel good. I don't want to go down that route. Learn it, but you should get to choose. And that's kind of my my story and my experience of, oh, this is how I got here. And I'm continuing to grow every day, which is the only way. <laughs> it is. It is. And that, you know, that, that's really, you know, I'm so glad we went this route because that's really what I I'm accomplishing with the After Hours Entrepreneur podcast is is just that because I mean I'll tell you starting in a starting a business um, it can be a very expensive project. I spent oh, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars building up my business, and finally this year, just several months ago, I was able to say, "Hey, we're profitable. I'm leaving the day job." But you know, 20, 2019, 2020, 2021, like I was in the red big time. Mm-hmm. I was basically subsidizing my business, but I, I you know, I, I don't regret it. Yeah. I just wish that I had more tools going through there that, that would have helped me to kind of skip over some, some of the stones in, in the way. So that's really what I try to accomplish with the show. Bring on yeah. guests, read excerpts from, from books that say, Hey, this is really important. Learn this. Here's something that you can take away today and execute mm-hmm. on and it'll help. Yeah. And No, but there's no regrets either, because I think everyone like you, you going in the red like that, it's, it's necessary and you didn't give up it. You didn't give up, which is how you got here, which is why you're sitting here right now, like doing this full time. It wasn't easy. And if it was easy, you probably would have stopped. You probably wouldn't be here. You probably wouldn't appreciate it as much if it was easy and it just says so much about your character of not giving up, of just having support and knowing that there's so much more behind this than just, yeah, I just do a podcast. It's like, oh, take that down and throw it out the window because it's so much more than that. And I know you know that, which is why you're here, which is why I wanted to have you on in the first place. So, uh, yay. Well, <laughs> you know, that's that's one of the really cool things about podcasting in general is it forces you to implement positive habits and positive routine into your life. You know, I read uh, one of the best books I've read this year was Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is. I, I don't know. 10. I, I know it. I have it right up here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And I, I could go on and on about all the, all the good things I like about the book. Um, but one of the keys in that book is, you know, force yourself to implement good habits or not good, but positive habits, right? And there's a lot of strategies to do that. Make it easy, make the negative habits harder to, to do. Um, make it, like there's certain games I really love to play and I just deleted them from all, from my apps, 
from my computer. I want to make it as hard as possible. Now, listen, I can still go on and download the game and re-register, but by deleting it, you know, it, it means it's going to take me an extra half hour to get into it rather than just clicking on the button. It's on my desktop. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But what podcast forces you to do is, is stay consistent. I'm consistently networking. I'm consistently recording. I'm consistently creating. And there's momentum that builds from, from implementing something like a podcast in your life. You might not necessarily know exactly where it's headed, but you're opening doors all the time. You're just opening doors every day and you never know what's going to be behind the mystery door. It's kind of like the price is right. You know, it might be a new car, right? But the, that, that process has been really, really formative for me. Um, you know, but through the experience I've gained over the last several years, I, 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 you know, and that's what I really help with clients do is saying, Hey, based on my experience, we want to get you to the right doors as quickly as possible. Mm, Right. I love this. I love this so much because I've never really thought how positive, like habit wise podcasting can be. I record every single week. Every week I create a teaser, I post it, I make all of the show notes, I do the whole thing every single week and I don't even think about it anymore. I just it's <laughs> it's like literally second nature. I don't even like care. It doesn't even like affect me. It's just a normal part of my routine that I love because it's so fun and it's new every week, except those little tiny pieces of being consistent. And it's like, oh wow, like that alone, new podcast every Monday, record every Wednesday, this every Friday. It's like huh, look at me go. Look, I've been doing that for two years now. And oh my gosh, look how consistent. Because then, like you just said, in Atomic Habits, that momentum is built from being consistent. And the more consistent you are, the more creative you are, and the more it'll flow. And it's just like, wow, the possibilities. I just, I think that's so important to note that the podcasting alone has helped you create these habits in your life. And I would have never even noticed that if we didn't talk about it. So thank you. I feel so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, well, you should. And you know, the other cool thing is people notice, people recognize, they recognize you showing up all the time. And that that's again, part of the power of social media. You know, you're creating those clips, you put them out every week. And you know, some of your clips might, might go viral. Some might not. Yeah. And, but, yeah. But people are still going to recognize that Tally is showing up week after week after week. Her podcast has properly branded herself. So as people see you showing up on LinkedIn, they click your button. They see you like, there's Tally again. I get this all the time. People say, Mark, you're always showing up in my feed. You're showing up in my feed all the time. And, you know, they might not be leaving comments or they might not be messaging me all the time, but they, they recognize. And then at some point, because I keep showing up, for them, they're going to, they're going to reach out. We're going to connect and something is going to come from that. It just, Mm. it just continuously manifests that way. Mm. And that's so true. You know, even for our listeners that don't have a podcast or don't have a business, it's really just about showing up, you know? And, and I get that all the time too, where people are like, Oh, I saw that. And I'm like, you watched that. Like, I didn't even know you cared. And I'm like, that's so awesome. Thank you for, for watching and supporting that video that I posted three weeks ago about coffee. Like you saw that, like, oh my gosh. And it's just, they're watching. People are always watching. And 
And maybe this is for the gym, like show up to the gym, like yeah. show up for your family members, show up with a text message, show up in someone's email, show up in someone's mailbox. I've been writing little letters all the time just to clients and friends and just to get something going and flowing because it feels so good. But if you show up, it will, it's like giving, you just can give all the time. And it's like, oh, you actually feel really good from giving. So it's like a win-win. It's it's just so beautiful because people notice that and then it gives them permission to do it too. It gives yeah. them permission to like show up too for their life. And whether it's with a relationship or in the gym for yourself or with food, showing up to cook yourself a freaking meal, like all of these things really matter to you. Your brain in atomic habits will start to recognize these patterns being set. And it's just it's, it's how we change our life. And it's just the most empowering thing. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. Have you ever created your own vision board? If you have great, keep listening. But if you haven't, oh my goodness, keep listening even more. On Tuesday, December 20th, or tomorrow, if you're listening, we have an opportunity for you to create not just a vision board, but a vision board with purpose, with intention, where you're going to reflect and release and open up space for you to actually create feelings that you want to envision for your future. This is going to be a vision board party like you've never experienced before. We are taking it to the next level where we're going to have a cathartic experience together of reflection, release, and creativity. It's going to all shine through and I cannot wait to lead and guide this for you. Tuesday, December 20th from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be incredible. Bring your notebook, bring your supplies, and we will take your vision into the future of 2023. Can't wait to see you there. The link is in the show notes to join. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, I think the key takeaway is, you know, putting those habits, putting those habits into place. And you're like, I, 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 you know, I could go on and on about the value of podcasting, but that simple kind of like the, the momentum that it helps you build in your, mm-hmm. in your life and in your business is undeniable is absolutely yeah. undeniable. Yeah. But, you know, and- I think what also happens, you know, again, we talk about how do I make positive habits easier? Mm-hmm. You know, how make the positive habits easier, make the negative habits more difficult. Mm-hmm. And what, what I've, one of the things that can, is, is problematic for me that concerns me is the vast majority of podcasts don't make it to episode seven. Mm. You know, someone will start one and it dies off. I hate that. I hate that. Like, how can we make it easier for you to keep that podcast going? And that's, that's been a big part of, of my, of my practice of my agency is, Hey, let's take, what do you dislike doing? Probably Mm. the editing and the show notes and the, the stuff that's kind of like menial, like the metadata. And by taking that off of their client's plate, it allows the client to focus on the stuff that they really enjoy doing the recording, the meeting, the creating, the, the talking, um, that's the stuff that people really enjoy. And so I've tried to constantly make that easier for clients. Um, you know, in, in multiple ways, a taking off, you know, taking off the busy work, but also helping find avenues to monetization because it's, it's going to be impossible for you to consistently take stuff off of your plate. If you don't have any sort of income coming in, 
So by helping clients spend their time in a profitable way while taking the unprofitable stuff off their plate is, is really why the agency is growing now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, finding that's solutions awesome. to problems is, is, is I think the key to making it go. Yeah. That's entrepreneurship. I feel like in a nutshell, yeah. we're, we're trying to solve problems and we are creating solutions and it's just, it's so powerful to be able to have these conversations and be like, Oh, I get it now. And, you know, you may have felt like you didn't have it before. I've felt it so many times. I just rebranded my whole business two months ago. And I'm like, thank God that's over because it was in such a mess of a place trying to see what aligned and what didn't, what felt good and what didn't, what can I throw away? What can I recreate? How can I make this feel good for me so that it feels good for others that align with it? And and I feel like you you are now to this point in your podcasting agency and your podcast alone that feels really good. That feels, oh yeah, this is what we do and I like it and it makes sense and it's helping people. And it just, it feels really, really healthy and clean for you. So I'm I'm so happy to hear that. That's awesome. So I, I, Mark, I just want to, I want to yeah. stay in this space for just one more second. Cause Give I think this is, yes. is really yeah. important and that you had to go, you went through a rebrand. Okay. That is necessary because, you know, if you think that you're just going to step up to home plate with no experience, you've never swung a bat before, and you're just going to knock it out of the park, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And people get so stuck in this perfection paralysis. I'm afraid to do it because people will judge me. I'm afraid to do it because I might not be good at it. I'm afraid to do it because of my own insecurities. You, you, you have to throw that to the side. If you're going to have any chance at achieving your dreams, you're going to need to go for it. You're going to need to take mm -hmm. some risks. You're going to need to fail. And I think that's so important that you went for it. You've put out dozens and dozens of episodes. I think we're close to episode 100 now. Mm -hmm. You say, you know what? Based on what I've learned over the hundreds of hours that I've spent, over the hundreds, if not thousands of people that I've met and served, I need to shift. I need to make some adjustments. And that is if you're if you're not making those adjustments, you're you're maybe giving yourself more. <laughs> mm. you're, you're probably missing something because the chance of you know. And I talk about I've talked about this with a client the other day. He he's spending all this time and all this effort and all this money into building out an online course, but he hasn't actually implemented these these tactics, the standard operating procedures. He's, he hasn't actually executed it with any clients yet. So the, the, the problem is he hasn't proven the model yet. I, I think it's better to go about it the, the opposite way. Mm -hmm. Build out your framework, try it, test it, refine it. And once you've gotten results for clients, now it's time. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to build that out into a scalable course, right? Mm -hmm. um, just, you, yeah, I think it's really important that we have to understand that it's not going to be perfect at first and that's okay. Yeah. Like the number of people, like, oh my gosh, when I started podcasting, I sounded bad. I looked bad. It was bad. People judged me. People were like, what the heck is Mark doing? You know, <laughs> but now, now people are like, Mark knows podcasting and people are yeah. sending referrals to me and they're calling me and they're asking me and they want to get on calls because they, you know, I've, I've, I've built up those muscles over time. So don't long story short, don't be afraid. Don't have perfection of paralysis. Don't be afraid of failure. That's just, that's part of going through it. Totally. You know? Oh my gosh. And I, 
I didn't even know rebranding was going to happen. It just kind of like came on and was like, huh, that doesn't feel good. Oh, that doesn't align. And I was like, oh no. And so I hired a, a branding strategist, a graphic designer, and I spent three and a half months in darkness, basically, of just like purging all the things that weren't working and like going through everything and like doing the hard inner work for myself that I do with my clients, but no one ever does it with me. So I had to do it. It was, you know, two, two and a half years into my business and was like, okay, it's time. It's time to rebrand and, and start anew. And it feels so good and so aligned for me and in my life right now. And I just, I think it's so necessary. So thank you for that validation. But I loved what you just said, because there's this one quote that's just like ringing for me from what you said about like that perfection of like trying to make it work. And we just don't even want to put ourselves out there because people are going to be like, well, that's weird. What is Mark doing? Well, there's this one quote and I cannot recall who says it. Maybe I I'll put it in the show notes when I figure it out, but it's like, people will ask you, why are you doing that? Like, why would you do that? And then they ask, how did you do that? And it's like, so we're going to go with that and we're going to do it anyway until people start asking you, how did you do that? How did you build that? How did you create that? That is amazing. And you're like, I've been doing it this whole time. I just first didn't know how, and now I know how, and now I'm helping other people with it, which is entrepreneurship in itself. And it's just so rewarding for everyone involved. It's a win-win all the way around when you're able to say that. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah I had a, I had a friend of mine, you know, when I, when I launched my show, I said, Hey, check out my show, make sure you like, and subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. And his response back was, what do you know about that? What experience do you have? I'm like, watch me, watch me now, yeah. two years. This was about two years ago that that happened two or three years ago. And, um, now yeah. he sees, now he understands, yeah. now he gets yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, the proof is in the pudding, baby. Proof's oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have like so many quotes in my office and it, and this one that I look at pretty much every single day, whenever I'm feeling that like, oh, well, how am I credible to say this stuff? Or man, this message is coming through to me and I just want to share it. But then I get this like, well, who are you to share that? And then this quote's like, well, who are you not to? Who are you not to share that? Like, you don't actually need a piece of paper to share what's on your heart today. You don't actually need a piece of paper saying you went to business school. You just, you just feel into it. And you've learned over time, over failing so many times that you get it. And failures on the same line as success. They're just successes further down that same line. And it's just, it's so great to get there, <laughs> but it's always happening. It's always growing and moving and flowing. So I'm, I'm happy to share this with everyone so that they can know, like, it's, it's a beautiful journey that's ebbing and flowing all the time. Absolutely. And, you know, I know we're wrapping up here. I would like to leave everyone with something practical, something tangible that you can take away. Um, Cause we've talked about a lot of big picture stuff. One of the things I've really tried to do with the after hours entrepreneur podcast is end every episode with Let's contextualize this and give you something, something actionable that you can do. So I just want to give someone, everyone something actionable. Because if you're thinking, you know, maybe I should try building up a side business or maybe I, I should do something, but I'm not sure where to start. This is where I'd recommend starting. And it's, it's answering four questions for yourself, just four questions. So it's homework, you can do it in five minutes. Answer these four questions. A, who, who can I serve? Who do I serve? Who's that audience? Who's the customer? Who can I serve? What is their pain point? What's the big problem that they're facing? 
What keeps them up at night? Third question, how can I solve that problem? What tools, what service, how can I solve that problem that they have? And then fourth, what is their life going to look like after they've gone through my solution? Okay. So if you're able to clearly define this, who your audience is, how you can solve or what their pain point is, how you solve that pain point and what success looks like, you can build a very profitable, very powerful business just off answering those four questions. So think about that. that. Yeah, no, thank you. Those are very helpful questions, very thorough to the point that might take someone a little while to answer, but if you can get to those roots and be able to pull from them and create something with those four questions, I mean, you're golden, literally. That's all you really need is the the service, the tools, the results, and and why, like the intention behind it all. And if it fills your cup, please go do it. Just stop listening right now and go start doing something that's going to change your life and other people's lives. So thank you, Mark. Those were so helpful. I've absolutely loved chatting with you. This has been amazing. And, and you just seem so helpful. So everyone can check out both of your podcasts. Can you mention them one more time and I'll have them go into the show notes so people can click on them. Yeah. The after hours entrepreneur, the after hours entrepreneur, the after hours entrepreneur is your guide to leaving the job you hate and building up to six figures in your bank account. That's the after hours entrepreneur. Um, that's, I think that's to me where I'm putting the most effort. I host two other podcasts as well. One of which is called NFTs made simple, which is not about cooking. It's about NFTs. Um, <laughs> and then the third is the awesome dad show, which is, you know, well, it's about fatherhood. It's about empowering yourself and being an awesome dad, living a fulfilled life. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Mark. And where can people find your agency if they, cause I do have some people in this community that have podcasts of their own or are thinking about making their own. So where can they find your agency? Yeah. My, my agency is Mark's font media. Find me all over the place. If you'd like to chat, I'll, I'll offer a free, a free 30 minute chat with anyone who's, who's paying attention here. Who's listening. If you've made it this far, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd love to chat with you. Uh, just send me an email, Mark at marksavantmedia.com. That's mark at marksavantmedia.com. Send me an email, keyword Talia. Send me an email at marksavantmedia, mark at marksavantmedia.com, keyword Talia. I'd love to give you a free 30-minute session just to chat, hear more about what you're doing. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Definitely take advantage of that. Mark is such an amazing, incredible human being. Thank you, Mark, for your time. I am so grateful that we got to meet a couple of weeks ago and I can't wait to see where we go from here. So thank you so much. Very welcome. The sky's the limit, baby. The sky's the limit. Thanks so much, friends, for listening. We appreciate you taking your time to listen to this empowering, purposeful, and passionate episode. Now go bet on yourself and we'll see you next week for episode 100 of the True North Podcast.